Howdy folks. Widget Walls from eCoffee.com here. Back again for another Way Home review. Here's how it works for the uninitiated. I have just left the cinema where I have seen a film and uh, somewhere over there. And uh, I'm going to tell you about that film on my way home because it just saves all of that typing. Uh, so yes, we're here today to talk about Snowpiercer. Okay, Jesus, where to begin? All right, um, well, uh, as we know, of course, we're, uh, you know, bad stewards of the planet and whatnot, and uh, we have this, we have the best idea to, uh, to save mankind from ecological destruction since uh, Highlander 2 and the giant shield. Uh, and just as the shield didn't really work out like uh, everybody planned, um, it also uh, it also basically this plan didn't go so well. So um, so yeah, the world freezes basically. We we go from global warming to global freezing, um, and the only way that uh, that mankind survives at all is that a very rich. Uh, industrial type of magnet type guy uh, happens to have a a fully uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Completely sustainable, completely um, closed environment, maybe that's it, <coughs> train. An unstoppable train. Not unstoppable like the Denzel Washington film, but just an unstoppable, normal unstoppable train. That's normal. Um, <coughs> and so for years and years and years, this train has been basically making its route, a very circular route around the planet, the planet which is pretty much frozen and uh, is devoid of life. So the only life is in this train. <clears throat> and because humans are involved and we can't save ourselves without, you know, putting somebody... We, we can't save ourselves without like putting some sort of weird caste system in place. It doesn't matter if you're in a, a farmhouse that you found that was abandoned uh, and you took it over and you're fighting over who's in the basement versus who's got the television uh, or a train. It doesn't matter. That's just the way we are, which we're so stupid. And the sad thing is that you just go, yeah, that's totally us. So, uh, so anyway, you've got people who are the well-to-dos that are towards the front of the train, and you got the uh, the wretched refuse of humanity, in quotes, uh, in the back of the train. <clears throat> and uh, the people in the back of the train, as you can well imagine, are put upon and treaded upon and all kinds of other horrible things. And so uh, <clears throat> Chris Evans plays Curtis, who is our protagonist, who is going to lead the people in a revolt against the revolting people in the front. That's pretty much it. That's a, that's, that synopsis is weird enough, but I, I let me just tell you, having seen, watching the trailer for this, and having had some people go, oh, Snowpiercer, and I'd heard of it, but I'd not, I wasn't really familiar with the story. <clears throat> um, I thought, well, that's, that's a weird premise. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, God, that's even weirder than I thought the premise would be. And now having seen the film, I can tell you it's 
utterly surreal and completely mental. Um, in that, I mean, first of all, it, it's it's one of those things where I think I've, I've said before, and, and even recently, because I just posted the Godzilla review. I've said before how <clears throat> you sort of have to set up a universe. Um, to where things make sense. And so when you have crazy stuff happening, it sort of it sort of works within the rules of that universe. You know, like for example, uh, the stuff that uh, the stuff that works in like, you know, I don't know, a Terry Gilliam film probably wouldn't work in a Peter Berg film. It just would feel completely weird, you know what I mean? So you have to set it up so that when you have to create your universe and then make your universe make sense within itself even if it doesn't make sense outside of itself, if that makes any sense at all. So, they did a really good job of establishing from the beginning this insane sort of sealed world that, uh, that we're experiencing through the eyes of these people at the back of the train. And so, so that as things get increasingly strange, uh, rather than going, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. Instead, I found myself saying, well, and I think this is in the trailer, so I mean, it's like, well, of, of course there's a greenhouse on the train. I wonder what's next. I mean, it's like, what are we going to see next? Uh, <clears throat> and it just gets increasingly stranger as they get towards the front of the train. Um, and there is, you know, a prerequisite amount of, uh, of axe fighting and, uh, and, and bloodletting and stuff like that because this is, after all, uh, a, you know, a revolution happening on a train that happens to be going around the world, a world that has ended. I feel like I'm making less sense the more I talk about it, but I, I promise you, it makes sense. Again, I am still within the universe of the film, so it makes sense to me and will make sense to you when you've seen the film. Um, but here's the thing, like I said, you have this world that they've set up so that <clears throat> crazy stuff that happens and continues to happen makes sense. And into that, you have a, a really incredible cast of characters who are playing degrees of insane people within this insane universe. Um, of which, you know, Chris Evans is uh, is the most sane of the bunch. And, I mean, yes, to a certain extent, you can watch this and go, this, this is like, instead of snakes on a plane, we've got Captain America on a train. And you can, there are some moments just because, like, for example, Chris Evans is great at losing himself in a row. I mean, I didn't even realize until much later that that was him and Scott Pilgrim. Uh, you know, if you didn't know that that was him playing the crazy ice cream truck driving assassin in The Iceman with Michael Shannon, you probably would have missed him. But um, he's one of those where you'll go back later and go, oh my God, that was him. But I almost think they're playing with the fact that he is, you know, he is seen as Captain America playing this protagonist hero role. <clears throat> and I think they play with that in interesting ways um, to the film's benefit. Uh, you also have uh, John Hurt is uh, in the back of the, uh, back of the bus, back of the, back of the train. It would be a, a giant bus 
going around the world. It would be like speed, uh, you know, speed past. That could be the third speed film. I'm sorry I even said that. I take it back. Uh, <clears throat> so you have Jamie Bell. You have you have a very interesting cast of characters who are again playing different levels of crazy amidst the crazy. However, the total queen of the crazy is Tilda Swinton. And I love Tilda Swinton because, you know, whatever she's doing, it's like, well, she is totally committed to whatever the hell that is. And with this, it's just like, wow, that is, again, she is probably the craziest amongst the crazy in this universe. And she, you know, I think, honestly, it's the fact that, and again, this is in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. She is the person from the front of the train that is interfacing with the people in the back of the train most often. And her craziness sort of sets you up for the mayhem that's going to come because I think in the back of my mind I was going, okay, what in the world must be going on in the front of the train if she's like their representative because she is mental. Uh, and perfect at it. I mean, just... And when you have... And again, this is in the trailer. You know, you have this incredibly bleak sort of... Okay, the 1998 version of Les Miserables where everyone, it was too clean. Okay, all the dirt went here. I think they went back in time, stole their dirt, and used it in this film because everybody was dirty as hell. So in this really downcast and dark and, in you know, just just horrible world, you get Tilda Swinton, who is actually comic relief and setting you up for what's to come. The more I think about this film, the more, the more I am impressed with how well executed it is. It's one of those where I'm going to pick up on something, you know, six hours from now. You know, I don't sleep, but if I did, I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go, oh, that, yes, brilliant. So, <clears throat> the cast is fantastic. And, um, the, the set people, set people, and I would say the costume people, probably had a blast with this, going, okay, what, you know, oh, it's it's on a train. So what can we put in this train, this insane, and how would we make it look? Because I don't, apparently it's based on a graphic novel or something, and you know, you can, I don't know how realistic the graphic novel was as to, well, how much stuff can we actually cram into the space of a train car? Um, but with this, it's, it's, you get the feeling that like, they're on a train car. Whatever it is, whatever environment that they're dealing with, they're on a train car. Um, so that must have been a lot of fun to deal with. Um, and yet not. So, it's just, it's just so weird. And so gloriously weird. Um, that, uh, that I'm very impressed. <coughs> and, I, I'm sure this is no surprise, given that, I've said that it's stranger than the trailers made it out to be. And, and maybe the people who've read the comic just go, well, yeah, of course, we totally do that. Uh, but I have not. So, I, you know, I think it's... It doesn't... Even the stuff that you th that you pick up on that you're like, okay, I know that thing is important, whatever that thing is. I know this is going to come back, right? Or I know this is going to happen to this person. The way it does happen, or the way it does come back, 
is probably not what you expected. And that's partly due to the fact that the universe is insane, but it's not so insane that, like, you know, people are doing, like, Matrix-like bullet dodging and stuff like that. That's not the insane I'm talking about. Just the skewed reality where they build a world in which this makes sense, and thus the things that happen in it seem to make total sense. Um, and so it's in that that you can have the story play out with these characters. And it's interesting. It's like, you know, it's like the worst game of Jenga ever, because I think if you pulled any particular piece of it out, it might fall apart because it's so well executed and so well put together, if that makes any sense. Uh, I can't believe I just did a Jenga reference. So, <clears throat> so anyway, all of that to say this, I would almost say yes, if you can, because I'm sure this is a limited release, and I'm sure if it's in your town, it won't be for long. It's just one of those films, okay? Um, you know, what was it? Transformers 4 was already in one of the back sections by this point. So nothing stays in cinemas for long, even though we have 15,000 screens per city. So I would say, yes, if you can, catch it on the big screen, especially if you were drawn in by the trailer or the whole sort of crazy post-apocalyptic world sort of scenario appeals to you. And knowing my audience, I think it will appeal to many of you. So, so, uh, so yes, I would say recommendation as far as seeing it, yes, please see it. Um, if you can't, though, just make sure you see it on as big a screen as possible because, not because there's, not because there's a great deal of, you know, Michael Bay level things, you know, it's not like Godzilla where you go, that's an IMAX movie right there just because I want big monsters. It's just because, because of the constricted nature of what they're showing you. It just seems to work best on a big screen for the contrast of it, um, you know, and you'll probably pick up on some of the very dark bits better. Um, so yes, cup-wise, cup-wise, I'm thinking it is a solid, I left the cinema thinking it's a solid four, um, four out of five cups. Uh, now I, I might, I don't know if I might go to four and a half. I don't know. By the time I post this, I will have made my decision. But it's in there. It's in there because I'm just, the more, it's, it's the more I think about it, the more impressed I am and yet the more confused. And I, I feel like I'll be thinking about that for a few days. I feel like I'm on a train. Um, so yes, very pleased I saw it and uh, just very well executed. Crazy. God. Uh, don't see it. I mean, kids, don't do drugs anyway, but don't see it on drugs. I'm just saying, I'm sure that would be really, really messed up. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, a bit rambling, sorry about that, but like I said, it's just, it's been working on my brain even as I left the cinema, and I'm thinking more and more stuff about it, but that's what you tune in for. Uh, unexpurgated nonsense coming out of my brain. Coming out of my brain through my mouth. Um, so thanks again for watching. Uh, if you do enjoy these things, um, uh, co coherent or incoherent, uh, you know, please uh, let us know. Uh, leave a comment or subscribe to us on YouTube or come check out the actual website, needcoffee.com, which is where these things wind up. So uh, until next time, um, yes, we'll, we'll go from here. Sorry, it's still in my brain. It will be for a while. Bye.